Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Eating Podcast. My name is Lauren Boleen, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach, here to teach you all about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body. This week, I want to talk to you about the difference between mindful eating and intuitive eating. A lot of times, and especially right now, while diet culture is latching on to a lot of this intuitive eating, mindful eating language, it's easy to confuse these two and they get interchanged. One really great example of this that I want to give a shout out right at the beginning of the episode is Noom. They tell you, and when they sell you their program, they're saying, look at how much we pay attention to your psychology. This is all about mindfulness. It's about connecting with yourself. While what they're actually selling you is a calorie-restricted plan where you can't mindfully eat you effectively in the, in the way an intuitive eater would because you are still stuck to these external rules about what you can and can't have, what's good versus bad. Noom is a diet. Have I said that enough times? <laughs> so... Like I'm saying, you you may have heard these terms, mindful eating and intuitive eating, kind of interchanged before if you have spent any time reading about dieting, health, or nutrition, or even intuitive eating. But are they actually the same thing? Not exactly. Intuitive eating itself is a weight-neutral approach to health with 10 different principles that are designed to help you relearn how to have a healthier relationship with food and body. And you can learn more about, like take a deeper dive into what intuitive eating is uh, in episode one of this podcast, I go through each of the 10 principles and what they mean, really do a dive into what intuitive eating is. And then in episode seven of this podcast, I also did an intuitive eating FAQ, frequently asked questions. So that's another great episode if you're looking for a little bit of a deeper dive into what exactly intuitive eating is. Really, any episode of this podcast is great to listen to to try and get that full picture of just what intuitive eating is. Now, mindful eating means actively paying attention to the food that you're eating with non-judgmental awareness, meaning you're able to look at something neutrally and learn from it versus making a judgment as in, oh my God, I'm such a bad person and I'm so terrible for eating this thing. So you're doing this, you're eating with non-judgmental awareness in order to really learn about your hunger, learn about your fullness levels, learn about what satisfies you. Um, and how you feel during and after a meal. And these end up being used interchangeably because the goal is similar. You're trying to become more in tune with your body and its needs so you can better address them. However, mindful eating is specifically focused on the food and eating behaviors, whereas intuitive eating is a completely different approach to health as a whole, not just food necessarily, even though that's where we really start. But intuitive eating helps you learn and acknowledge that your body needs a lot of different things to be addressed in order to promote your health. And it acknowledges that the factors that influence your health are so much more than just the food you eat and the size of your body. So because of this difference, mindful eating is actually just one important part of intuitive eating. 
And before I tell you a little bit more about how you can start implementing and getting the benefits of some mindful eating practices in your life, I do want to clarify one thing. Mindful eating is so much easier to practice, meaning that ability to slow down and pay attention to how things feel, what a comfortable hunger level is, what a comfortable fullness level is, what satisfies you, all of these things that we learn as or that you practice with mindful eating, it's very difficult to practice those things if you are not adequately nourishing yourself throughout the day, every day. This is something I'm always talking about with my clients and with anyone who's scheduled a call with me probably knows. One of my best pieces of advice, because it is such a foundational part of becoming an intuitive eater and just building a healthy relationship with food in your body, is getting in this practice of eating consistently throughout the day. Because if you're trying to go through the whole day without eating and you get to a point of ravenous hunger where you're thinking like, I could eat literally anything and I just need all of it, it's going to feel really difficult to slow down and mindfully say, would this food actually satisfy me? Would this leave me feeling comfortable? Because you're at that point of ravenous hunger where it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to eat whatever. Who cares how I feel after? I'll worry about that later. So for example, in my Empowered Eating program, my clients have to first work on honoring their hunger and giving themselves unconditional permission to eat before we can work on mindful eating practices. If you are completely out of touch with your natural hunger and fullness cues, which is something that happens when you have chronically dieted, Or if you're still following restrictive dieting patterns, whether that's intentionally following a diet or because you have all of these internalized rules that you haven't been able to stop practicing, you're not going to be able to listen to your actual internal cues in order to mindfully eat. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to compare two people here. Let's say Kristen is an intuitive eater and she is practicing mindful eating. Now, Kristen is in the habit of waking up in the morning, starting to eat, and eating consistently throughout the day. She's already given herself unconditional permission to eat so that she does not see foods as good versus bad. She's truly just able to say, all food provides my body energy. There are different benefits. There are different pros and cons to each. Okay, so she is past that initial foundational work that you have to do like I do with my clients in the beginning of my program. And now she's to a point where she can practice mindful eating. So Kristen makes herself a meal that ends up being sort of low on carbs. And she starts eating. And because she's eating mindfully, she's checking in with herself throughout the meal. And she realizes, oh, I really probably haven't made myself enough food to stay full and satisfied for the next few hours. So in this scenario, she can either choose to continue eating that meal as it is and know, okay, I'm probably going to have to have a snack, especially one with carbs in the next hour or two. She could also stop and add carbs to her meal because she normally likes carbs with her meals anyways, because they are our body's number one preferred source of energy. And she knows carbs typically help her improve her fullness satisfaction and the staying power of her meals, basically just meaning 
She knows she won't get as hungry as fast if she incorporates carbs, protein, and fat in her meals. All of these things she's able to observe without saying, I'm good for not eating carbs right now, or I'm good for adding the carbs. It's just that non-judgmental decision-making about what would actually leave my body feeling fueled and satisfied. And she makes the decision from there. Now, on the other hand, Molly is following a calorie counting meal plan for yet another attempt at weight loss. And let's just say she's on Noom because Noom is the perfect example of a program that tries to teach you how to mindfully eat while also telling you to limit your calories for weight loss. So Molly realizes, oh, this meal is not going to keep me full for the next few hours. And she knows this because when she got to her meal, she ate it super fast and she still wasn't feeling full at the end. However, because Noom is providing her with rules about what should be satisfying to her, what should fill her up, and what she must do in order to lose weight, she has to start reminding herself that what she made has to be enough. (laughs) And if she has the willpower, because the meal plan says it's enough, she should be fine. So it's actually her problem that she's not full enough, even though Noom said she should be. And she doesn't want to break the rules and go over the calorie count by adding a snack in an hour or two either, because how will she lose weight if she doesn't stick to the plan? Plus, this time she's really decided, I'm going to stick to this plan for good. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to keep it off. So I have to, in this moment, ignore what would actually leave me feeling full and satisfied. So you can see how the intuitive eater, Kristen, is actually able to listen to her internal cues and respond to them. While Molly, who has been told that this is all about mindful eating and listening to your body, is still a dieter. So she's stuck convincing herself that the food that she made will have to be enough. Think about who in this situation is more likely to end up ravenously hungry and eating over the sink sometime soon, or on the couch with a box of crackers that she doesn't even really love the taste of, but they're the only thing in the house that she would allow because if she kept fun foods or foods that she actually enjoyed, they'd be gone right away. I think Kristen... (laughs) the person who is able to honor her hunger when it's happening, who has the ability to add more food based on her body's needs, is probably going to be in a better situation than Molly, the person trying to convince herself that she's had enough food, despite the fact that she can physically still feel her hunger. Now, this is not to say that you can't start practicing being more mindful during your meals, and get some of those benefits of better inner attunement if you are currently dieting. It's just that it's going to be a lot harder to recognize and honor your internal cues and your body's needs if you have to stick to external rules. No matter what stage you're in, starting to be more mindful at mealtime can help you learn to be better in touch with your hunger and fullness cues. So I do want to share a quick few tips here to start having more mindful mealtimes. And actually, before I start number one here, I'm going to remind you again. It's very difficult to do these things if you aren't adequately nourishing yourself throughout the day. 
So maybe that is my first tip is focus on eating enough food consistently throughout the day so that you don't end up ravenously hungry so that you're able to get more back in touch with your natural hunger and fullness cues. That's the first focus before you can ever get to a point where you truly can eat mindfully. So my second point is intentionally savor your food. And this is something you have to practice, not at every meal, but it's good to take specific time to slow down and savor your food intentionally. So sometime this week, after you listen to this, when you sit down for a meal, plan to really focus on the experience instead of just getting your meal over with. So set phones aside, turn the TV off, get rid of distractions, and really allow yourself to focus on the food you're eating Pay attention to the taste, the texture, the smell, the temperature, and ask how satisfied you're feeling during and after the meal. My third tip for you, and again, this is a big one that's hard to do if you aren't adequately nourished already, is to slow down. Making a conscious decision to slow down while you're eating is going to help give you more time for paying attention to how the food you're eating is actually making you feel and really practicing that non-judgmental awareness about your experience. And my fourth and final tip is just to ask questions throughout your meal. I'm going to read a list of a few questions here that you can ask. Come back to this, write these down, remember these questions. They're very important. It's how you get back in touch with actually tasting and experiencing the food you're eating once you're able to nourish consistently and start paying attention to your internal cues. So the questions for you I have is, how is this food making me feel? Am I enjoying this? Do I want to keep eating? In the past, when I finished a meal like this, was I actually satisfied or did it make me feel more uncomfortable than I feel like it's worth this time if I continue to eat? Have I eaten enough to keep me satisfied until my next opportunity to eat? And what could I add to my meal to feel more full and satisfied? Practicing these tips will quickly help you start to see the difference in your relationship with food. Mindful eating can help you be more in tune with what will actually make your body feel good, and giving yourself permission to honor your body's requests can take you even a step further. And when you start with these mindful eating practices, as well as really working on that consistent nourishment throughout the day, you're going to set yourself up well to move further along in your intuitive eating journey as well. Because these are different things, like I said at the top, mindful eating is just a part of intuitive eating. It's just a part of all of the things that you learn when you become an intuitive eater. So if you are wondering at all how working with me can help you create a healthier relationship with food and body, how I can help you get into that habit and commit for yourself, to eating consistently throughout the day, to honoring your needs, to allowing yourself to experience satisfaction in your relationship with food, you can send me an email at bolinenutrition at gmail.com, and I'd love to set up either a free 15-minute chat to get to know you and give you some tips for getting started, or a 45-minute discovery call where we can dive into your history with dieting, what your goals are, what you're looking for, 
And I can tell you all about how my empowered eating method has been proven to help women commit to their self-care through food and through many other facets of their life. Thanks for tuning in today for this quick episode. I hope it was helpful. As always, I am looking forward to the next time we get to chat. You can find me on Instagram at at dietitian period Lauren Boleen or on my website, www.nutritionwithlauren.com. Have a great weekend.